You said you're going to play roulette. You're going to get at least $100,000, so that'll make it easier. Are we getting money now? We got some money? That's a, new, that's a surprise to you. That is get richer. They call timeout on loose ball. You can't call timeout on loose ball. You can't do it. So if the whistle blows, I don't know why, you know, everything in the league is reviewable. I don't know why that, that can't be reviewable. I know it's not a foul or an out-of-bounds, which is like a challenge. Okay, but at any point in the game, the whistle blows, okay, inadvertently. The ref can huddle up and say, inadvertent whistle. We got to trap. We got to turn over the damn whistle blow. Like, I, it's just, it's frustrating. I mean, you got some of the most alpha male competitors in the world. And if you give us an opportunity to play for something, something meaningful, um, with an incentive, then you'll get what you're getting. All right, welcome to Brother from Another. Uh, You heard from Frank Vogel. You heard from Giannis. You heard from LeBron James. In-season tournament last night. Lakers advance. Bucks advance. uh, Part of the Final Four going to Vegas along with the Pacers and Pelicans. We'll get to that in a second. But first of all, I've got to make sure. Jeff Johnson, i got to give you your proper intro. Because you've been on the show before, Jeff. Yes, You've been sir. On the show before. It's not your first time on the show, but your first time, first time as a co-host. How yes, you sir. doing? What's up, man? What What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts about your first time co-hosting? I mean, I, I feel good. I feel good, Holly. Thank you for the warm welcome. Thank everybody for bringing me into your home and being able to. Uh, peek into the refrigerator and see what's going on for a second for the next hour or so. I, I'm loving yep. it, man. I'm, I'm, I feel good. Y'all, y'all make me feel uh, uh, welcome. So I'm, I'm good to go. I'm ready to go. I love talking sports. And, so let, let's get to it. Yeah, and I like that too, because usually when you have people come to your house, there's always like this, even if you know them and you like them, there's always this kind of awkward period where they're not <laughs> sure if they, and they do, they do exactly what you said. They you tell them to go to the refrigerator. Hey, go ahead, go ahead, go get yourself something to drink. And they just kind of tiptoe over there and they kind of look in the refrigerator as if they can't open it all the way. They're still not sure <laughs> about the house. So I want to make you feel so comfortable. Yes, sir. I'm going to start an argument. I'm going to start an argument with you. That's the it's best. That's how we love that. That's a term of, hey, that's a term of endearment. It's for not me. manufactured either. <laughs> it's not manufactured either. I'm going to tell you, like, I think you're so talented. I, I love listening to you. I love watching you. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, though. <laughs> when you say in your feed, you put in your feed. Let's just start it right now. Let's, Let's start go. it right now. You put in your feed that this made up Adam Silver creation. He was sitting on a beach somewhere sipping on something, some fruity drink, something with like a little <laughs> umbrella in it. He's having a good time. time. Maybe maybe somewhere in Mexico, somewhere the Amalfi Coast. <laughs> I don't know where rich people go. He was somewhere and he had to start. You know what? I'm going to have an in-season tournament and uh, it's going to be comparable to like some soccer tournaments in Europe, whatever. And we're going to do this. And you, Jeff, had the nerve to write. Put that up. That's crazy on the screen for those listening on Sirius XM. You can't see it. But I'm going to tell it to you. Make sure for, pull over before I say this. Pull over. You, <laughs> oh, they're probably I, in traffic right any, now anyway, so it's all good. I, that's right. I don't want any action. <laughs> he says, Jeff says, the in-season tourney is greater than March Madness. What? What? 
How? Listen. Why? I had to what? listen for years as journalists jumped out the window and said March Madness was better than the NBA playoffs. So I looked at the window, checked the height, like a cat. You know how they measure before they jump? Yeah. And I said, oh, oh the, right. the air feels yeah. good and crisp. Let me jump out the window and say that I like the in-season tournament better than March Madness right now because if my paid players are going to perform in a single elimination tournament, I'd rather them play at the highest level instead of watching 18 and 19-year-old kids fling shots from 75 feet. And I only care because I got a bracket going or I'm in a survivor pool. So I'm going to vote for Wichita State. I'm going to be bought into Wichita State for for the next 20 minutes because I'm trying to win some money. You know, and and it was said a little bit tongue-in-cheek because I will say the aura and the culture around March Madness when we have that first weekend and work is optional and we're going to a bar and we have 15 screens up and we're watching March Madness and if you went to college or you root for a college team you have a vested interest if your team is in the tournament I definitely know that I would just say when you put the greatest players in the world in a single round round robin elimination type tournament you're gonna get the highest level of basketball that you're gonna see i wouldn't normally care about knicks hornets in november only because i'm a sicko knicks fan and i love the game of basketball and i love watching but normally that wouldn't have me tapped in we've seen this these stakes added to the game that has elevated these games in the pre pre christmas has elevated the games to a level of importance we haven't seen in a while. And it's been fun. It's all, The game is about buckets. And I like seeing buckets. And I like seeing these players compete when there's something on the line. So I got all of that in one. So, yeah, I'm tapped into the easy, okay. in-season tournament, so, man. So let, uh, uh, let me just get this straight. Okay, I just want to make sure. I'm, I, I was listening to you. I was listening to you. So this was, it's like uh, in politics, when one side has this like, you know, the state of the union, whoever's in power, they got the state of the union. And then the other side comes out with a response. Okay, you know what? I know what y'all just heard this joker say, but here's my response. So really, it's a response to some nonsense that the other side has thrown your way. The other side has said, hey, March Madness is better than the NBA playoffs. And you correctly saying, oh, no, 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 no. Because I agree with you. Uh, The NBA playoffs if I can have the best players in the world uh, going at it for their championship as opposed right. to some kids going at it for their championship, well, give me the best players in the world. Give me the, I mean, give me the highest art. Give me the best stuff, whatever. Uh, yeah, there's no question. So I, I agree with you there. But when you bring it to the end season tournament, you already said it, Jeff. You just said it. What happens when you got the best players competing for something meaningful? You get great basketball. We already had that. It starts in April. It's the NBA playoffs. It starts in April. We don't need it in December. We already got it. And and, and we have it in April. And it's not single elimination. It's a series because of March Madness playing 40 minutes. Anybody can you might get upset playing 40 minutes. One game, mm-hmm. winner go home. Winner, winner moves on, loser go home. Seven game series, 48 minutes. You lose a series, you, you deserve to lose a series. You, you're not yeah. better. You're not better yeah. than other teams. So I, I, I just didn't think, I didn't think it was necessary. I, I, I never bought the premise that, oh, these games, these games don't really matter. They matter to me. I'm a basketball fan. I love 
November basketball. You don't have to throw any kind of Vegas trip on it. Uh, you don't have to uh, have these uh, courts that mm -hmm. any artist out there, by the way, any art, where are my artists at? Hey, Jeff, you in New York, hey, hey, the Mecca, the Mecca of culture and artistry. Hey, you know any artists who can do a better, who can do better courts than these? I mean, some of the courts, hey, some of the courts are cool. It's, it's it's year one also, so we'll see. If I had to live through the sleeve era of of Look jerseys, at that. I can I can Look live at that with, mess. I mean, yeah, some of them are a little harsh on the eyes. I like the I like Milwaukee's court last night. I didn't like what happened in the court, but I like Milwaukee's court. I like the Knicks court that they yeah. had for blue shout and orange. With, they made it the most mute as possible, yeah. right? But I, I, this is what I'll tell you, Holly, about about the in season tournament. You may not have had to be bought in. I may not have to have been bought in because we're basketball fans at heart. And we're going to watch the season. Have you seen them cord cutting numbers? Have you seen them cable numbers and, and live sports being the last vestige of an era that we came up in where cable TV was king and subscription TV was, was king in terms of a, a cable TV. There's reasons why they do need fans, especially the casual fan who they're trying to bring into their product to be bought in from a business aspect. In terms of the actual yeah. competition, we've seen success in, in European soccer. This has been hundreds of years, like at least a hundred year plus where they've had these tournaments where I, as a, as a soccer fan, when I first started, I didn't understand why. I, it was it was it was random to me. You have this tournament, then another tournament, then you're competing against all the teams in Europe to see who's the best. But they were fully bought in because they had already had these competitions instilled into the culture of their sport. This is year one. Right. Fifteen years from now, with maybe even more elevated stakes and and buy-in from the teams that have been playing and, and establishing winners, we may feel differently or the or the purists may feel differently about it. I, I think it's something at least, at the very least, to make those first two months more interesting because you get a little bit of coasting before two Christmas and then they turn it up once after all-star break. But now you get something, you get it more meaningful. I do think they can add other stakes. Like I had an idea about letting the in-season tournament winner have an ultimate tiebreaker for playoff positioning, depending on where they finish at the end of there the regular go. season. So there if you, you finish as a lottery team, you automatically get the 10th seed. If you finish seven through 10, you get the seventh seed, which means you get two chances to have a home court play-in game to get into the playoffs. If you finish two through six, you get home court throughout the Eastern or Western Conference um, playoffs, hey. regardless Bruh. of it, where you finish. Like if the number Bruh. one seed finishes the number four hey. and you won the in-season tournament, you now have home court. And if you're the number one overall, you are guaranteed home court throughout the playoffs. That to me is like an okay. ultimate stakes that you now could put talking. on this tournament to really, to really make it matter. But for now, I do love that the players they want to win this money and they want to win the, this, this trophy and they want to win that, that, uh, this tournament just to have those players on two way contracts and who ain't making the mega bucks get some extra bread. So I like that. Yeah. Yeah. They want the money. The money is first. The money is the number <laughs> one motivation for them. And then Vegas, because if you, if you move it around like NCAA tournament, that go back to that analogy, uh, you know, some years NCAA tournament, oh, final four in Atlanta, New Orleans, mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. Some years it's in Indianapolis. Mm. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Some years, <laughs> some years, uh, San Antonio. You're like, oh, okay. 
So I don't know if the players, if you move this thing around, are they mm. always going to be on board? Um, not, probably not. But just the, the combination of money in Las Vegas. And as you said, I, I do, I do uh, appreciate looking out for those guys who don't, who don't have LeBron money, don't have KD money. But I'm going to tell you this. With some of the suggestions that you have, Bro, you don't have to. You don't have to just peek in the refrigerator now, Jeff. Now I got a secret stash. I got a secret stash, and now oh, my like stash that. is your stash. I got a secret stash and a little liquor, <laughs> and 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 you know I may have something else too. I mean, I, I want to tell everybody. I may have nah, something else. Don't. You're welcome. They'll find you, it. You're welcome. <laughs> you welcome. You welcome to that. But I wonder if if you're gonna do it though. If you're gonna do an in season uh, an in season tournament, really make it an in season tournament. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. Like, if you really want to commit to it, for example, um, NHL. There are times when the NHL players that used to be, and they played in the Olympics, they shut down. They shut oh, yeah. down for six weeks. I'm not saying that. You got to shut down the league for a month, or, or a month to six weeks. But they were committed. Hey, our players in the Olympics, go ahead, do it. We'll get back to uh, the regular season games when it's time. But have a standalone thing. Do it for two weeks. You can have a selection show, Jeff. And oh, that's the 30th coming. seed, <laughs> the 30th seed, who's who's going to be the 30th seed taking on the one, the two, taking on the, like, all the way down. Just keep going down. Like, this, re the, the LeBron region, the Giannis mm -hmm. region, mm -hmm. the, the Tatum region. You know, really do it like a tournament and see who's going to win because I don't think it's representative. All respect to uh, the, the the Pacers and the Pelicans, but if you thought about the Final Four, the four best teams in the NBA, Pacers and Pelicans in the Final Four yeah. in Vegas, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I definitely, I, I definitely I, hear you on that. I do like how they have injected some stakes into this with the games counting as regular season games. So even if you yeah. don't care, quote unquote, you still it still counts towards your record, and you're going to need it for eventual playoff positioning. So I, I definitely hear you on that. And I, and I like the idea where if you add extra stakes to it, where it affects the end of the season, along with the current season, while they count though, these tournament games count for regular season games, then it makes, it keeps everybody honest to try to get that guaranteed play of playing spot, like or playoff spot. Uh, if they were to raise those stakes to that level for now, it's just, we get a free trip to Vegas. We get a trip to Vegas. We get possible. They get money at every level. If you qualify for the quarters, semi and the finals, and then the winners get 500 K. So they, they have some incentive now, but I do think if they think about it and they tweak it some more, we could really have something special. You know, I, I know the color purple is coming out. The remake of the color purple. You've seen the the, the trailers for this. Yeah, They're about oh, yeah. to do this thing again. This is almost like what we've been here. And not that I want to be compared. You know, either one of us want to be compared to Mister, but it's almost like Mister and Suge's <laughs> husband. They were enemy. And then all of a sudden, they're like boys, and they they smashing each other in the face with like pies yeah. and, and laughing and ha ha ha. See, like we were fighting, and now we're buddies. Now, yeah. and now we're cool. I love and it. now, you know, now, now, now it's time to take a break. It's time to take a break, but I tell you, you won me over. You won me over because I was going to say, who let him in here? Who let him in? <laughs> who, let the, who in the hell left the gate open? And, <laughs> yeah, and now, and now I'm saying, no, no. No, Jeff, stay. Stay, man. Stay. Stay. Come love on. it. Come on. We got something going on here. 
Good stuff, though. I, I'm glad to know that that's a response. That's a oh, response yeah. to some haters. Let's get okay, crazy. I, feel better. I like it. <laughs> I feel I feel much better. My MVP conversation. Five right now for me, I'm going to have to go with Lamar Jackson. Number four, I'm going to go with Tua. Actually, I'm not even going number four with Tua. I have to go with Tyreek. Number three for me will be Brock Purdy. Number two, Jalen Hurts. And number one will be Dak Prescott. And I did this because I know it's a QB-based award. So that's why Tyreek didn't make my top three. But Tyreek is easily in the top three, if not number one. If he breaks his record, he has to be MVP. He's taking screens for 60 and 70 yards. He is going absolutely berserk. Dak, he is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. It's a QB word he will be MVP most likely and Tyreek will end up being offensive player of the year oh oh I love it coming in hot Micah Parsons coming in hot on his podcast talking about the top five MVP candidates and of course I know he plays for the Dallas Cowboys so he says Dak Prescott is the best quarterback in football and win and will win the MVP so giving love to a teammate Although live moods, if you look at Dak and his numbers lately, he's been incredible. I want to know just from your perspective, what do you think of Ty, uh, excuse me, what do you think of Micah's list overall? And what do you think about that contention that Dak Prescott is the best quarterback in football? Yeah, I don't hate the list. I would probably put Christian McCaffrey somewhere in my top five, maybe slightly over Lamar Jackson, although I love Lamar Jackson. And here's the thing with Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, yes has had incredible numbers this season. Um, but we've talked about this before with Dak. Uh, up against who? Who are these numbers up against? Teams like the Giants, teams like uh, below 500. Really, that's kind of the, the basis of it there. Obviously, we know that last week they finally matched up against a team that was not uh, below 500, but not an off a, a super great team Regardless, I'm going to go ahead and say that this week, the Cowboys will take an L to the Eagles. The Eagles are in a great bounce back spot this week. And so I think that this list is subject to change as the Cowboys schedule gets a little bit more difficult because this last stretch of their schedule is exceptionally more difficult than who they have faced in the beginning half of their season. So interested to see how Dak can perform against a great defense, uh, a great team, because we know he can go middle tier to top tier and vice versa very quickly, depending on who he's facing. So... Jeff, hey Jeff, I, I want you to I want you to uh, ask the next question or respond uh, to the question I asked to live. I want you to do that. But before I go there, let me just call out live moves since we're calling out all our guests today. Okay, and to to be in this home, you gotta you gotta deal with a little bit of smoke. Now, live. If it had been the Denver Broncos and their little winning streak that came to an end at the hand mm-hmm. of the Houston Texans. If it had been the Denver Broncos, we wouldn't say, oh, yeah, they won games, but look who did they win games against. No, you're not giving context and qualifiers like that when it's your team. And now, Dak Prescott We're going also not on, talking you, about Russell Wilson wanna, as an MVP. We're not talking about Russell Wilson right, as an MVP. We should, nor should we be. Hence why you've never heard it come out of my mouth because unlike Cowboys fans, I am not a naive football fan. I know what we've got and I know that we started our season one and five and we lost games we shouldn't have won and we won games that should have been a no-brainer, which is exactly why there's not a single Denver Bronco right now that I am putting anywhere near an MVP conversation. They're winning games, yes. They turn their season around, yes. But I'm not, when you're talking MVP, that is best of the best. 
That is best of the best. So, yes, I'm going to talk about the Cowboys in a very different tone than I talk about the Broncos because it's a different conversation. Okay. So there. All right. Fair. All right. Fair enough. Right, you got it. Right, fair enough. Fair enough. I just want to make sure. I just make sure we keep it. Uh, you know, we always we, keep we it 100 around here. Yeah. Well, but I'm just make sure we're being consistent because, of course. you know, we kind of kind of glossed over some Broncos issues just when they got. I, I, I was I was, you know, forced to give a public apology <laughs> to Russell Wilson. Oh, for God's and, sake. And, and, no, you and set yourself pen, up. And the you placed a verbal. And the do penance you, and com, no, community service no and all this. kinds of stuff. Jeff, let me tell you something. Let me tell. Let me mm-hmm. catch him in his lie really quick. He set okay. himself up with a verbal agreement and bed that he didn't think he would have to go through with because he didn't believe in Russell Wilson. He didn't believe that the Broncos would ever be over 500. So here he goes, oh, well, I'm not going to give credit until I'll say let's ride when they get over 500. Well, guess what? They got over 500, and then he had to tuck his tail between his legs and finish the show with a little let's ride. So nobody forced him to do anything. He set himself up for that. Okay, Jeff, let me just put that out there. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. You got it, Jeff. Your turn. You go. Go ahead, Jeff. You got it. Well, I, I just wanted to know, in terms of the the Kansas City Chiefs, they looked like if you told me a month ago that they had the AFC West on lock, I wouldn't have agreed. I wouldn't have disagreed with you. But now, look at those standings. We we might have your Broncos in a position where they could control their own destiny if a few games go a certain way. Right now, the strength of schedules for the last five games is pretty pretty uh, comparable between the Broncos Very. and the Chiefs. So I want to know: Is there a possibility, Liv, that the Chiefs can cough up this division to the Broncos, or even an outside shot, maybe the Raiders or the Chargers, if they don't charge? Uh, Yeah, there is a chance for sure. I think that one thing that is disappointing as a Broncos fan right now is that their momentum kind of got cut short. They had, to me, a momentum there for those that that winning streak that was kind of unbreakable, untouchable. They were really finding their groove and their rhythm. But let's also not forget that this is not a perfect football team. Even great teams lose games. And so I'm hoping that even this upcoming week when the Broncos face a division opponent in the Chargers, listen, there's not a whole lot that's threatening to me about the Chargers. Putting six points up on the board um, against a team that <laughs> really is, I, I don't even know should be in the NFL right now, to be honest with you, oh, is, is not a very, you know, an impressive game game to me and obviously you've got a guy like Justin Herbert that at any given moment can turn a game around I am like in this phase of my life where I just want Justin Herbert to be free from his shackles and get him in a position where he can be in a winning situation because he's a winning quarterback and he's a great quarterback but he's not in that position right now I think that if the Broncos defense can do what they've been doing when they were winning those games and kind of tighten things back up there is a really good shot I mean I think the Broncos toughest competitor potentially from an offensive perspective will be the Lions in the coming weeks but they'll face the Raiders they'll face the Chargers their their schedule gets significantly easier from here on out now that being said they lost very easy games at the beginning of the year so I'm not overly confident that they're going to do it but their momentum was definitely heading in the right direction so I mean again like Patriots to me that's a no-brainer the Lions that'll be a tough one but I think they can do it Uh, the Chargers to me not impressive after what I saw last week so yeah when you're looking at these two schedules 
they're pretty easy for both of these teams outside of obviously the Bills being a, a pretty big rival for the Chiefs. There is, to me, it's very up in the air, absolutely. Uh, but there's something about this Chiefs team right now that just doesn't feel connected. It doesn't feel connected, so I don't have a ton of faith in them. But that being said, I don't really have a ton of faith in my Broncos who started one and five either because, again, it's tough. So we'll see what happens, but it's definitely up for grabs if they can keep winning games for sure. Well, you know, Jeff and Liv, since I paid my debt to Mile High Society, I, I paid my debt, okay? Uh, I paid my debt. I, I said, I did what I said I was going to do. I apologized to Russell Wilson. I didn't mm-hmm. think the Broncos would get to an over 500 position. They did and subsequently fell right back to, to 500. Uh, so since I there paid my debt. You see that? You see that, Jeff? You see that little Jeff? Oh, it's about, no, it's going to get worse. No, no. no. Oh, here we go. It's about to get worse. Since the the slate is clean, since the slate is clean, Mm -hmm. let me tell you, ain't no way in hell, ain't no way in hell that the Denver Broncos are going to win this division, ain't no way in hell that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to choke away their chokehold on the AFC West. They're going to go. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. They're going to finish with a record of 12 and 5. They're going to win four of their last five games. They're, they will lose to the Bengals because the Bengals know how to play uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to win uh, the other uh, four games. They'll be 12 and 5, which automatically means they win the division because the Broncos have six losses. And and look, let's see if the the Broncos can get to a nice, you know, respectable 8 and 9 or, or, or 9 and 8. But I just live, Jeff. We're still talking about the Chiefs. It's it's so funny what happens when teams disappoint and team like when great teams disappoint. We overcorrect. We go so far. We exaggerate the 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 frailties. We exaggerate the weaknesses. And now the Chiefs, you know, at eight and four with Patrick Mahomes, could be in trouble. No, they're not in trouble. They're still one of the best teams in football. They're going to win that division. They're in the conversation uh, for conference champs. And the Broncos are, are life and death with 500 <laughs> trying, to, trying to make the playoffs. So come on. No way. Right? Am I, am, what, am I right? I, this is what right I would this? say to you, Holly. They did it to themselves. They put themselves in that position. I would love to say that I, a month ago, like I said, I would have thought that they were they were good to go. But they've been playing shaky over the last few games. They've lost games that they probably should have. And when they win the games, they're they're winning it by by small margins. So if you look at what's going on in the AFC West now, you know, uh, shout out to Antonio Pierce, former former Giant, former champion Giant. Let me say that he's yeah. taking over in in in, in, in Las yeah. Vegas. The Chargers are the greatest X factor in the history of football that I've been watching because it feels like TV execs script their games. It doesn't matter. I thought it was a Philip Rivers thing where in the fourth quarter, you knew it was gonna be like an action movie in the final 10 minutes. It just passes on with Justin Herbert. I don't know which team is going to show up. They can run off, they can run the table and I don't know whether to be shocked or or to expect it. So I, I think there's a level of chaos that's been injected into the AFC West. And if the Chiefs had, if the Chiefs played to their potential, we wouldn't even be discussing this, but they left the door open. So it's just a matter of, are the rest of the West going to walk through it? Agreed. Boom. 
I like it. No, I mean, I, no, yeah, but I, no, 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 that's no, no, that's not enough. I just, I mean, come on, come on Liv. I, <laughs> oh God. Liv, I'm, I, I, Liv, I'm poking. I'm, I'm, I'm poking. I'm poking here. I'm, 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 I know, I'm you trying love to, get to do you, that. I you do. really do love to do that. Yeah. I, well, okay. But, so here's do, the thing. But do you really, I, do you really believe? Do you believe? Seriously, do you believe that the Broncos could win the? You don't. Do you truly believe the Broncos could catch the Chiefs and win the AFC West? You believe that? Could and will are two different words. So could yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, how about this? Could yes. You um, ask could percentage. Yes. Fifty? Is it fifty-fifty? Is it like they have a thirty percent chance? That get, give it to me in percentages. I know they have a chance. You know, two percent. Is a chance? Is it? Is it thirty? Is had it a realistic? Just, had they just won their last game, I'd be closer to fifty. I'm gonna give them thirty-five, but I also know just how crazy every NFL Sunday is, and teams that should win don't, and teams that should lose don't. And so, to me, the momentum that the to me, first of all, let's talk about the mental toughness of the Broncos. I think that's one thing right there that a lot of people don't want to give them enough credit for. And to me, that's half of the sport of football. You've got the talent, of course. We know, we knew before the season started when everyone was hyped up about what the Broncos were capable of, that they had the talent on the roster. I also want to say, obviously, when Kareem Jackson gets thrown back into the mix for the Broncos, he's a game changer for this Broncos team. So you throw him back in the mix, and that could be that could be something really special for this Broncos team in the last chunk of their season. I will say their mental toughness the ability to turn around a one in five season, to go on a win streak the way that they did, the Vance yeah, Joseph yeah. defense making a complete 180, the mental toughness there, anything can happen if you've got mental toughness to that level. So it's hard to not give them credit and say that anything is possible and they can make it happen because the ability to block out the noise and, and remain positive and keep focused on, clearly when there was no trade made before the deadline, there was a piece of me that went either Sean Payton is like totally lost his mind or he sees something <laughs> building that we don't right. see yet. And so obviously post trade deadline, we started to see, oh, there's Judy. I thought he'd be gone. Oh, Sutton is now a massive part of this offense. And he's so to me, the Broncos have seen the vision from the beginning of the season. Now, one in five, obviously the vision was not actually forming into wins and being profitable for this team. But now we're seeing everything start to click and you add that in with the mental toughness piece. And I think it's hard not to give them a little bit of credit to say they could win out their season. And, and again, Oh, this is the part where Holly's going to get it. You know, Holly, I know you don't like to talk numbers. You like to talk wins here, but if we do compare statistically Patrick Mahomes versus Russell Wilson this season, one is better than the other, and it's not who most people want to admit is better than the other. Russell Wilson has played better foot by himself as a quarterback. Statistically, Russell Wilson has played better football than Patrick Mahomes. If you're a numbers guy, Russell Wilson has played better than Patrick Mahomes this season. Now, whether or not that those performances translate to wins, that doesn't all fall on Russell Wilson. Holly, we've gone back and forth about this a million times, and I get it. At the end of the day, you just want to win football games. Is Russell Wilson the most clutch? Not really when we just saw him throw a an interception in the end zone to end the Texans game. I get it. However, the talent is there. Russell Wilson is more than capable. 
They have, to me, right now, the Broncos actually have better momentum despite coming off of a loss than the Chiefs do at the moment. Because like Jeff is saying, the Chiefs right now aren't playing fundamentally sound football. They're a little shaky. They've left the door open now for people to be able to beat this team. And we haven't been able to say that in years past. In years past, it's been, if Patrick Mahomes is on the field, you're losing the game. Because he's him. But we're not seeing that same energy from this Chiefs team. And what we are seeing from the Broncos is that they'll they'll fight. They'll fight for it. And they're going to keep fighting for it. And so, again, I, I credit that mental toughness to a lot of what they could do with the rest of their season. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they can do against a division opponent in the Chargers this week. But it's possible. Could they? Yes. Will they? It's going to be tough. I like it, Lynn. Hey. I respect it. I, 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 don't, you, don't you respect it, Jeff? Fine, Jeff, I final do. word to you on this. Broncos plus 300 to make the playoffs. I may throw a, a light bill at that because oh. I don't believe in the Colts. I don't believe in the Browns. It is, they're a game away. They win their AFC games. Hey, anything could happen. That's an awesome bet. That plus 300 to make the playoffs is an oh, awesome speaking bet. Speaking of, oh, you just reminded me before we go, before we get out of here, uh, you both are very skilled in, in the betting sphere. You, you, you both just have a feel for it. You know what you're talking about. Uh, just a uh, different different uh, sport right before we uh, go to a break. Final four in season tournament. Yeah, Jeff, who are you going with? Liv, who are you going with? Where, where, where's the smart money? I, I, asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. Where's the smart money? <laughs> well, 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 you tell your friend Lakers plus 240 because Braun wants that in season tournament to add to the resume war with him and Michael Jordan. The, the in-season tournament Lakers might be top five Lakers in the history of the sport, the way they play as opposed to what they've done in the regular season. He wants that cup. He wants the cup. I'm, I would go with the Lakers all the way. I like it. Yeah. I like it, but I don't love the inconsistency by the Lakers that they habitually have, and that is something that I always keep in mind. I'm going to go hot take here offensive firepower machine pacers at plus 425 and Tyrese Halliburton as MVP because he is lights out and I love watching them play right now and honestly I don't know how many of these NBA teams are really approaching this tournament with a defensive mind uh, we've seen some high scoring games just even in this last round in this knockout round so because I think offense is going to win this one out I'm going to go pacers and give me Halliburton as MVP love it oh I like it I like that all right, Liv, good stuff. Always, always fun talking with you. And you know it. Uh, like, just like I said to Jeff, you know, just like uh, y'all come in, fridge, feet on the couch, whatever, take a nap. You can take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> whatever you want to do. Good to see you, Liv. Good Thanks, to see Liv. you. Thanks for having me. When you uh, use sources and whether intentional or unintentional, try to assassinate someone's character like that report does for Zach. I have a, I have a real hard time with that. Basically saying that this Quit. this kid is, is quitting on the team and, and doesn't want to play and has given the middle finger to the organization. What is your impetus? What is your motivation to try and bury someone like that? Um, and that's a problem with the organization. You know, we need to get to the bottom of whatever this is coming from and put a stop to it privately uh, because there's no place in a, in a winning culture where, and there's been, this is not the only time, there's been a bunch of other leaks. I think it's chicken um, at its core and, and uh, 
you know, I think it has no place in, in a winning organization to be. All right, so it's Aaron Rodgers uh, talking about a report. And just for, uh, for those who haven't been following the story, because, I mean, why would you? It's the New York Jets. And, and Jeff, I know you're a Giants fan, so you must be enjoying this. This has been going on for years and years. It's been going on. Hey, uh, Jets. It should be Jets, colon. This has been happening since 1969, since Super Bowl three. <laughs> okay, I mean, I, this is just what they do. Jeff, this is what they do. They've had talented players. They've had talented coaches, talented executives. They've had high expectations. They've had all this stuff over the years. And somehow they find themselves in the same position, just mm. dysfunction. And yeah. foolishness, and 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 mistakes that are they're so correctable, they're so avoidable, yet they keep falling into these same uh, these same potholes. They keep stepping in it, and so Aaron Rodgers is responding to this report that Zach Wilson's like, "Hey, I don't know if I want to send to a teammate, apparently." And I think we might know who the teammate is if you just follow the bouncing ball here. With the Jets, said <laughs> to a teammate, "Hey, I don't know if I want to play. I don't know. There's an injury concern, and they probably don't want me back." And that story gets out, and the Athletic does a report. And Aaron Rodgers, I mean, I know he's got some shade, Jeff, toward the Athletic and the reporter, but he's really—and I agree with him here—he's really saving his harshest criticism for the Jets and the leaks that are a part of their culture. What do you make of this story with the other team in New York City? Yeah, I mean, it, the thing with, with Aaron is he's 100% right in what he's saying, like you said, Holly. But at the same time, when has there never been leaks? If there weren't leaks, 25% of what journalists do with, with reporting on teams wouldn't happen. This, this is just the nature of life. I would be more upset at whoever the player was if they voluntarily leaked that to the media as opposed to leaking it on behalf of Zach so that this this notion of him could be out there because he is going to be QB1. He is starting for, for the Jets, so we know he is willing to start because he, he has the job, but He's I starting, wouldn't blame right. him for having some type of hesitation because he knows what it's, what's going to happen. Him, Boyle, or, and Simeon, um, Trevor Simeon, have basically played about the same. And he knows he's going to, first of all, nobody came to see him this season. They came to see him Aaron Rodgers. And in four plays or whatever, Aaron Rodgers was done for the year. So now it thrust him into an unenviable position, unenviable position where he has to start again for a team and a fan base who wasn't trying to see him start. He gets knocked out and now he has to come back to start again and accept all this ridicule and scrutiny that he doesn't really deserve because he probably wasn't expecting to be in this position in the first place to start the season. They restructured their entire offense and low-key their organization to fit yeah. AR. Right. So so I, yeah. I can understand. I don't think he's wrong for hesitating. Publicly, he's going to step up because when you have a duty and a responsibility, you do so. But I can't knock him for, for thinking about the opportunity cost here. And you know what, with organizations, I, I, and I know, I mean, you're, you're, you're not going out of your way just to slam the Jets because the Giants are having to have their own uh, struggles, but they've been champions more recently 
uh, than the Jets have. And so, you know, you got you got and, and plus it's the Giants versus the Jets. And so you got you got you got that old money thing going with the Giants. I mean, like, it's the Giants, you know, so we've been we've been around. We've been around for for a long time, you know, uh, right. you know, going back. I mean, the we, fans we, are we fed were up here. too, Holly. We, the Giants yeah. fans are still fed up, but it's 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 a little yeah. more tolerable because we saw there was a progression in a plan. Exactly. Made the playoffs last year and then kind of regressed uh, this year. I, actually, with the Giants and that different story for a different day, 2022 for the Giants was supposed to be 2023. 2023 right. for the Giants is supposed to be 2022. That, right. that, that's what right. y'all supposed to be last year. Like, hey, you know, maybe win five or six games and, and start building something and then uh, next year make the playoffs. I just made the playoffs. A year early, so it's kind of messing with people's heads a little bit. But with the right. Jets, what's what? It's it's not just a New York thing. This is what happens with bad organizations behind the scenes. I'm sure there are nice people taking sides, people hedging bets. Okay, who's going to survive? Uh, is is Joe Douglas going to survive? If he is, mm. I, I need to hitch my wagon to Joe Douglas. Is Robert Sala going to survive? Mm, I'm not sure. So I need to distance myself from Robert Sala. How about Aaron Rodgers? Is Aaron Rodgers a power player more than a quarterback? Does he get to pick who stays and who goes? I'm going to hitch myself to Aaron Rodgers. Just a mess uh, with mm. the Jets. Speaking of a mess, speaking of a mess, uh, how much time you spent in the state of Florida? You spent a lot of time down there? You ever been? I've been I've been a few times. I've been I'm you know, New Yorker, we're going to be in Florida at some point in our life. So I've been, I've been all over Florida. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, they voted for him. Uh, y'all, hey Florida, y'all voted for this dude. Y'all, y'all <laughs> voted for him. Uh, Ron DeSantis, you see Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, talking about Florida State not making the playoffs. Wants to sue. <laughs> he wants to sue to put Florida State in the playoffs. I mean, like, okay. And I, I don't care. I don't care what, what, what your what I know what his party is, but I just want to make it clear. It's not about your party. It's just about your position. I'm guessing regardless of party. There are a lot of politicians, Democrats and Republicans alike, but probably more Republicans and Democrats who talk about, hey, uh, we need less government. Uh, we need to clean this up. There's too much waste. It's too like we we're wasting times on things that don't matter. That's what you do in your everyday life. And then on weekends, you talk about you go sue for a million dollars. The college football playoff because because the ACC is not that strong and and Florida State's not in the playoffs. I mean, Jeff, make this make sense for me, please. Well, you, you made it made sense when you said the name of the school, Florida State, who represents the state, Ron DeSantis. He knows his constituents and he knows it's God family football, especially college football. Yeah. So he knows if he goes after the, the, the NCAA and wants to sue for a million, you'll get at least the Florida State contingent who will be champion that cause. If we're getting to the point where we have to start suing, we have to make this a legal matter to justify a team getting kept out of the college football playoffs, we've known we've hit, hit peak unseriousness with everything going on. I mean, 
I could think of a million other ways a million dollars could be used by the state of Florida. You know, maybe we could get some books back. Maybe we can maybe we could get the books back. Maybe we could we could invest it in some other places. But yeah, this is this is this is like a, a sports fan being uh, an actual sports fan. If, if he went to Florida State or if he was a Florida State fan, being in charge of a government and be, and having this responsibility, it just reeks of like psycho fandom right now. So yeah. I, I, and I think he needs that win too because if you looked at some of them polls, he, he needs a help every at this. Yeah, point. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah so maybe this is it. Hey, maybe this is. Hey, I was gonna say maybe this is it. Maybe this is brilliant on his part. Hey, this is what this is what the, the voters want to see. Yeah, I don't want to hear you talk about uh, your day job and your and your your serious political topics. Are you down with Florida State? Okay, you <laughs> right. down with college football? Maybe uh, that gives you a little bit of momentum. But I would say this: uh, when we talk about college football in this playoffs, a lot of teams. Here's the good thing about snubs. And snubs are good because snubs, you know, create conversation. Uh, the controversy brings attention brings attention that maybe wouldn't be there. I, can you imagine if you just have the four teams? Everybody expects the four teams to get in and mm-hmm. they get in like what are we, what are we really talking about? We're not really okay. We're looking forward to the college football playoffs uh, next month. Fine. We move on. But now there's really a good conversation here because of the snub. Conversationally is good. But it, this is why it's also good. It's put, it puts pressure on a lot of teams to perform, and now we have something to look out for. I can't wait to see Florida State and Georgia. Mm. I can't wait to see it. Like Florida right. State has made, they've gone on and on, and it's it, maybe it's unfair because they would bring a, a different level of intensity um, if they were in the playoffs. But now that they're not in the playoffs, maybe they, there's a bit of a drop off. But you've gone on and on talking about the injustice. You're 13 and 0, Power Five conference, first team in a Power Five conference to be undefeated, not invited to the dance. Yeah. Okay, we were robbed. Now we're watching to see what you got. Don't lay an egg now. You better be ready. <laughs> oh, you better be. You better be ready to play now. We're all watching. We want to see what we miss. Pressures on Florida State to a lesser degree. Uh, Georgia hasn't complained much, but it is interesting to me, Jeff, that Georgia goes from the top, I mean, like all season long, all season long, undefeated, lose a conference championship game by field goal, and now they're out? 29-game winning streak, now they're out? So I want to see how they respond. Right. This is good stuff. Live by the SEC, die by the SEC, bro. (laughs) It's a cold game out there. I know, it's cold. (laughs) But a million dollars. No, we're not giving you a million dollars. Well, Jeff, for a debut, it was approaching Halliburton levels. (laughs) Halliburton in-season tournament levels. I mean, it's a pretty torrid debut. How'd you feel? How'd you feel out there? Felt, Jeff, how'd good. you feel like out there? That. I, I like that comparison, you know, uh, put up a lot of points, put up a lot of offense and play just enough defense to get by. I love it. There it is. Hey, <laughs> come back though. You got to come back for a follow up. Yes, sir.